Hello, and welcome to the Blue Collar Podcast. I am your host, Dan Murch, uh, joined by always, by an always, I mean the second episode, so second time ever, Gina Gondevis. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi, Dan. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm actually really excited to do this, uh, which is why we are back at it again so quickly. Um, to anybody who listened to the first podcast, it was basically just us doing an introduction and kind of just batting some ideas back and forth. Um, as we move forward with this, we're just going to try out some new things. The idea of the podcast is just a way to connect with our clients, um, hopefully uh, open up and reach some new clients and, you know, just kind of have fun with it. Our kind of our goal is to every podcast, um, maybe teach you guys a few things, drop a little nugget of information in your brain, um, but have a good time doing it and not have it be so instructional or boring. Um, just try to make it as entertaining as possible. Uh, with that being said, uh, yesterday we talked about kind of the format that we thought we were going to use where every, every podcast, one of us brings a topic to it. And we think we're going to roll with that. And um, got a couple other things to kind of introduce uh, for this episode that we think we're going to try and hopefully people will like. But this is going to be fluid. Um, we've never done this before. Gina and I are not professionals at it. But we have some things we want to try out that we think you guys might like. And um, we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work, we'll do something different. So I think the key is to be kind of fluid and flexible and kind of just see how it goes. With that being said, if anybody listening has any ideas, suggestions, things that they like about the podcast, things they don't like, questions they want to ask, please reach out to us. Please communicate with us. You can follow us on Facebook at Blue Collar Back Office. You can also reach out to us via email or via our website. And those website and email information will be in the description of the podcast. Um, real simple. It's uh, bcbousa.com. Uh, but again, I'll put that out in the description of the podcast. Uh, anything you want to throw into that, Gina? Um, did you ever come up with any ideas to name this podcast? Yeah, we're at Blue Collar Podcast. Blue That's Collar it. Podcast. That's it. It's original. I was thinking maybe Blue Crew Hang Time. Blue Crew Hang Time. All right. Well, as we get more followers and more listeners, please, everybody chime in, send the, send what you think we should do for now. We're just going to go blue collar podcasts It is something that we can change. Um, I probably not the most original name that exists, but I think, uh, I think for now, that's what we're going to roll with. Okay. Sounds good. All right, cool. So idea for what we're going to do today, we have a main, uh, main kind of topic that we want to discuss. Um, but we're also going to be introducing two new segments that we will introduce later on in the show. Uh, the first being the airing of grievances. So, um, Gina, are you a Seinfeld fan at all? I, I've watched some episodes. I'm not like, I haven't seen every single one probably like you have. Okay. So I love Seinfeld. One of my favorite episodes was uh, about uh, a holiday created by George's dad called Festivus. Um, Festivus for the rest of us. Um, it basically replaces mm -hmm. like, you know, Christmas. Yeah. And during Festivus, there's all these different segments for, you know, what you do to celebrate the holiday. There's feats of strength and all such sorts of stuff. But my favorite part of it was the airing of grievances, um, where basically um, he tells them, I got a lot of problem with you people, and I'm going to tell you about it. So 
I just think it's important um, for everybody, you know, to kind of get things off your chest sometimes. Um, this isn't going to be anything too like crazy or aggressive or um, angry, but sometimes things bother you. And instead of keeping it bottled up, it's a good idea to kind of just get it off your chest. Um, and with that being said, the other segment is going to be an airing of gratitude. So if you put some negativity out in the world, it's important that you put some positivity right behind it. So I'm a big believer in positivity and gratitude and kind of sending it out to the universe and letting it be heard. So we're going to do that uh, also. So first the bad, then the good. And that's how we'll, uh, we'll wrap up the show. You have, you have some thoughts, ideas you can think of as we move forward, what you want to complain about today? Oh, <laughs> I definitely have some for sure. Um, and that you are my main person when I call and have grievances. So you know a lot of them already, but um, you're, you're correct. You do give me some positivities at the end of that. Okay, yeah. See good. what well, happens. All right, very good. So the, with that said, let's move into our kind of main, main nugget that we're gonna get into today. And that is business coaching. So we started Blue Collar Business Coaching. Um, as I mentioned yesterday, and I've, I've, you've heard in some of my videos, best part of my job, the thing I really enjoy doing the most is talking with other business owners, talking to them about their business, why they started their business, kind of the details that goes into running their business. It's just an opportunity to just learn cool stuff about things I don't know about. Um, you know, think about our clients, you know, how many like clients do we have in different fields that why would we know anything about it? Um, one that always pops to mind is when we went to go visit uh, that one client and uh, their whole job is just making these tiny little pieces that go yes. inside the computers. It's like, we make the stuff that goes inside the stuff that you buy. And we got to <laughs> walk through this whole warehouse and they built a multi-million dollar business um, that was just based off of making these little tiny, you know, pieces of metal that were like centimeters, like in all these weird designs. It was, it was really cool, really interesting. Um, and then I like talking to people about like kind of what their goals are and what they want out of their business, why, why they do what they do and what they want to get out of it. So most people though, unfortunately, don't know what coaching is or just, you think of coaching, I guess you, you get an immediate, maybe you don't know what it is, or you get an immediate idea of what you think it is. And sometimes it's not, not that. So coaching right off the bat, I'll tell you, it's not therapy. I'm not your, not your therapist. Um, and I'm not telling you what to do. It's not, you don't call me and I say, you know, oh, this, you're doing everything wrong. This is how you should be running your business. Because um, quite frankly, that doesn't really work. Like, gee, how, how do you respond? If somebody tells you what to do, what's, what's like your initial reaction? To do the opposite. <laughs> I'm stubborn like that, but it's hard. Some of these clients have been operating for five plus years and they're just spinning their wheels and spinning their wheels. And then uh, somebody like us comes in and we try to show them something different. And boy, it is a struggle at first. But once they start to listen to ideas and grow, they're so thankful. Yeah. Um, so you're right. So it's, it changes hard for anybody. So 
everybody kind of gets used to doing what they're doing, uh, becomes their routine, they become comfortable with it. And then to change that sometimes is, is difficult. Um, and also, like you said, like you just get stubborn. If somebody tells you you're doing something wrong and you should be doing it this way, your initial reaction, I think for most people is to just get defensive about it um, mm -hmm. and be like, well, <clears throat> why are you telling me I'm wrong? Like, I, I, I've been doing this for 20 years. Well, that's great. So that, but that might not be the right way to do it. So what I try to do is not necessarily tell people what to do, but just try to help them explore for themselves other opportunities or other things that they may be able to do um, to get to what their goal is. Because if you come up with an idea on your own and you kind of think of it yourself and not be told it, you're, you're more likely to do it. You're more motivated to do it. Um, you know, I think about it from a personal perspective. If somebody told me to, I need you to go run two miles a day for the next seven days. And, you know, I'd be like, well, who the hell are you to tell me to go for a run? But if I decide in my mind, that's what I want. That's the goal I'm going to set for myself. I'm motivated to do it. So I think of it that way in business also. So or, or just, just think of child or when you were a child and, you know, your mom bought you something and you begged, begged them for it, begged them for it for you. And now it sits in a room somewhere. But if you bought it for yourself, you, you're, you're, you're damn sure that you're going to be using it and appreciating it way more. Awesome. Totally yeah. get what you're saying. To you're totally right. That's a great, great analogy. Um, so you're always more proud of what you earned or built yourself than what's something that's handed to you or something like that. So that's kind of, that's the idea of coaching um, broadly. So how a kind of a session goes is, you know, usually a coaching session goes anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, um, you know, depending on the person and the time available. Um, but the idea is to, <clears throat> you start off the session, you talk about, well, what do you want to talk about today? What's, what's on your mind? What are the things that are challenging you right now? What are the things that you're having a hard time with? What are some of the things you want to change? Um, and sometimes it could be really specific. Um, it could be something about I'm, I'm, I need to, I need to add more revenue. Uh, I need to hit my sales goal this month. Um, sometimes it's just more vague in the idea of it could be, I'm just feeling overwhelmed. I feel like I don't have enough time in the day, which is kind of like a, a more broad topic to, to cover. <clears throat> but, you know, so, kind of goes from there. And the, the longer that somebody has been a client of mine, you know, you have things to kind of to work off of from past sessions. Um, in the beginning, the first few sessions, it's usually a little bit more, more vague and kind of just getting getting started. So that's kind of how it begins. And then um, so we say, Okay, this is what we want to talk about today. And what do we want to accomplish? By the end of the session today? What do we want to have? Um, do we want to have Typically, what you want to have is uh, what's called an action plan. So, you know, I want to talk about feeling overwhelmed today. I just feel overwhelmed by everything that's going on. So, okay. So by the end of the session, I'd like to have one or two tips or strategies or something that I can implement to help me feel less overwhelmed, help me take a little bit more control of my day, my week, my month. Um, and so this way I have a, a plan of action moving forward. That's, that's like a good typical you know, opening statement and what you're looking for in a meeting. That kind of how it goes. And then basically how you get there is just asking a lot of questions. You know, it's again, one of the reasons why 
I can't, um, I can't just tell you what to do is I don't know necessarily what's going on in your day-to-day -day life. I don't know what's making you feel in this case, overwhelmed, uh, what's taken up a lot of your time. So it's, you know, has to do with, I ask a lot of questions. Well, what's, what's going on right now? What are you doing? What's making you feel overwhelmed? How do you, how do you schedule your day? All sorts of questions like that um, to try to kind of piece together a better, more detailed picture of what's actually going on in their life. Um, and then, you know, after that, it's a, a lot of then breaking down, okay, well, what could we try? What, what, what have you tried so far? Okay, is it working? What's worked well? What hasn't worked well? Um, at that point, I can always, you know, while I say I don't tell you what to do, it doesn't mean I don't give you my expertise or advice or offer you any suggestions. Uh, we can have a brainstorming session. These are some things that work for me. Have you tried it? These are some things that I know have worked for some other clients, you know, whatever, whatever it is, but it, I just share ideas with you, but at the end, it has to be something that you kind of want to do that you're motivated to do, not something that you feel like you have to do. Um, and then again, the idea at the end of each session is to kind of have an action plan for the next week, two weeks, however much time there is between, between sessions um, and kind of then create a timeline for completing these things. Uh, these are the things I want to do. I want to start using uh, my reminder list on my phone. You know, if you have an iPhone, you got a reminder list built into it. It kind of carries over to your computer. It's something really simple and easy that I use for keeping track of my day. Um, it helps me feel less overwhelmed because I had a reach in my pocket and I know what I need to accomplish in a day. So I want to start using my reminders. Oh, okay. Well, cool. When are you going to start doing it? I'm going to start doing it today. So setting goals, setting deadlines. And then in our next session, you better believe one of the first things we talk about is whether or not you started doing it and what kind of success or failures you've had doing it um, and things along those lines. Right. So. I know when I have so much going on in my head, the best thing for me to do is write it down, get it out of my head. I can visually look at it, visually mark it off, draw my little squiggly lines through it. And it feels good when it's completed. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you only have so much space in your brain, you know, like on any given moment, any given day, there's only so much you can take in and compute and keep track of. Um, I think the more, you try to bottle it all up in your head. Um, I think, I think it'll just drive you nuts. Personally, um, it's just <laughs> you can't do it. Like you're, you're at some point you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna break down, um, and just then nothing's getting done. So, I, I read Definitely. a great. God, no, God. I read a great thing uh, um, a couple years ago, and I wish I remembered enough to be able to like kind of give it proper credit, but it was about single tasking. It's like, you know, in this day and age, everybody's a big thing is being able to multitask and do, you know, five different things at once and blah, blah, blah. But this whole article and study about it showed that multitasking is actually insanely unproductive uh, because if you're trying to do five things at once, you're doing five things, you know, ranging from anywhere from yeah. poorly to below average or, you know, not at all. Um, so you're not actually accomplishing anything. It might, it might look like you are, you might feel really busy. Uh, you probably feel really stressed out and under a lot of pressure, but you're not really getting that much done. 
So the idea of single tasking is, you know, again, make your list. These are my priorities. And now this is what I'm working on. Um, and you'll get a whole lot more stuff done. Definitely. Did you ever try to get out of the house in the morning with a five-year-old rushing and multitasking, making lunch? You know, you come back home and you find your half and half where the sugar should go and the sugar in the fridge and your pants are on backwards and you went and dropped her off with your bathrobe on. Yeah, it's very important to focus on one thing at a time and do it right. Yeah. May have happened, Dan. (laughs) Once or twice, maybe. It may, it may happen. <laughs> the good news for me is working from home. Um, and whenever I'm on camera, it's only from like the chest up. If I forget to put on my pants, it's really not the end of the world. Are you wearing pants right now? I know. I promise you I am wearing pants right now. Okay. I won't, I won't prove it, but I, I promise. So, um, so that's it. And it's, again, it's all of these things that I talk about or we talk about. We get it. They're all easier said than done. Um, you know, it's a lot, it's very easy to say, oh, just start single tasking. Um, but stuff happens, your phone rings, text message comes through, that's important. Um, and it's really easy to get knocked off track. But any of these things, if you start doing it, just taking like little baby steps in the right direction, eventually that becomes your new routine and your new habit. And you do, you are more productive. Um, again, like I know, Gina, you, you know, on the construction side, um, on Thursdays is kind of a big day where Anthony and I are trying to get a lot of stuff done. And you know how hectic it can be, phone calls, emails, the two of us trying to kind of balance things out. But on the days where we do a better job of single tasking and staying focused on the work that we're trying to accomplish together, we get so much more done. It's insane the amount of work that he and I can get done, the amount of plans we can go through, invoicing, whatever that we can get done in a five or six hour window when we actually shut out the interruptions and get it done. And then when we're finished with that, then deal with all the little crazy stuff that kind of came up throughout the day. But it doesn't always work that day, uh, that way. Sometimes it just, some days just go to hell, but um, more often than not that you can do it, the better off you'll be. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So. So that's coaching session. That sound like something that you'd be interested in, Gina? I think you've been coaching me for years, Dan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that um, I've been your your coach prodigy. Is that is that what I would call myself? Mm, prodigy? No. Yes. Guinea yeah. Pig? You've been. Yeah. Guinea pig. You've been. You've been babying me and watering me for years on on coaching me to be your your masterpiece. You're my coaching chia pet. Yes. 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 Plant the like seeds. It. Water it. Now it grows. How yeah. wonderful is that? All right. So that is basically uh, coaching, kind of a, how a coaching session runs in a nutshell. Um, it really does help a lot of people. Um, I actually, you know, not only doing coaching, being coached helps. It's just sometimes it's good to get perspective from somebody else. Sometimes it's good to be asked questions that you don't think to ask yourself. Um I I always, like I said uh, in the past, uh, I don't have all the answers. Um, I don't even want to pretend that I have all the answers. I want to constantly be seeking out information and knowledge from other people. I want to learn new things, have new experiences, um, and, you know, put new skills in my toolbox. Um, And coaching can help you do that. So 
and sometimes it's obvious, like sometimes the things that come up in a coaching session and it'll be like, well, did you try this? Like the most obvious thing. And it's less like, ah, oh, man, like I didn't even think of that. Cause sometimes you just overcomplicate it. Sometimes problems aren't hard. Sometimes they're really easy. You just kind of skip past the easy solution and make a mountain out of a molehill, um, as they say. I, so, I feel like you, I feel like you might be making fun of me right now. No, no. <laughs> Is it because I was staring directly at you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know because I do call with with uh, with molehills. Is that is that what you called it? Yeah, I mountains. I, I do call with mountains yes. <laughs> that are molehills. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was a direct dig at me. No, it wasn't a dig. I promise. But I get how it happens. Like you know, you're you're caught up in the day to day. You're, you're something, you know, you're working on something and an email comes through or whatever. And all of a sudden it's like this huge problem where if you weren't already overwhelmed or in the middle of doing 15 other things, you'd realize that it, it wasn't, it wasn't a big problem, you know, at all, but it, you just get caught up in it. So it's, sometimes it's yeah. nice to step back and kind of take a bigger picture, a bigger, take a look at the bigger picture. And sometimes it's some, you know, helpful to have somebody help you get there. Yep, ninety-eight percent of the time, it's it's really in my head, and oh, mine too, totally yeah. for sure. You know, yeah. you know, um, for you, you you call me a lot, and we go through things. And for me, it's Anthony. You know, a lot of times, or you know, other people. And uh, sometimes I just need to be told that I'm just blowing things out of proportion and to chill right. out. You know, um, mm -hmm. sometimes it's nice to hear that. You know what it is, though? I just want to stop and say it's because we care and we care so much that we want to get it done. We want to get it done right, efficiently, and we get into our own heads. And if there's anything that I'm guilty of, it's it's caring so much about all of my clients and the health of their business. Yeah, well, you definitely do. Absolutely. Um, which um our clients love about you, obviously, and I love about you. Um, but it's it's easy to care. It, it, it's easy to care too much sometimes, and to realize that um, not everything needs to be done right away. It's yeah. Sometimes it's okay to get an email. You know, somebody just because somebody else had a chance to sit down in front of their computer or pull out their phone and send you an email at seven thirty at night doesn't mean you need to reply to them by seven forty five at night. It can wait till the next day. You're, you know, we, we have jobs, we have work. I love my job. I love the work that I do. I love, you know, especially doing the blue collar stuff. Um, but it's okay to have a personal life. It's okay to step outside of work. Sometimes it's okay to have a weekend and not think about work. And, um, but in the moment, sometimes it's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So one of the things I've done for that is um, change the notifications on my phone. So like now, you know, emails, they come through to my phone, but they don't, they don't ding on my phone anymore. They don't pop up on my, on my Apple watch. Um, I have to actually open my phone and go into the email app and check to see what emails have come through. And that's, I did that, started doing that, I don't know, probably a year ago, <clears throat> but it really helped a lot. Um, it just helps me control when I want to mentally think about work and when I don't. You know, during the work day, during the work week, I'm in front of my computer all day. I have my phone out constantly. So I'm not missing any emails. Um, but if I'm, you know, watching a movie at night, I don't want to be interrupted by an email that comes through at 8, 830 at night, unless 
something's on fire. And at that point, they're going to call me, not email me. Um, I'm not dealing with it. So right. I don't want my phone dinging while I'm sitting there watching, you know, uh, the great British baking show, which is fantastic, by the way, <laughs> everybody should go back and binge the old episodes on Netflix. Um, I've seen enough episodes. I can tell you whether, you know, your dough has been proved for the proper amount of time and what kind of lamination you're getting on your, on your, <laughs> on your biscuits and your buns. It's, it's a great show. Have um, you taken, have you started cooking yourself? Like oh, no, 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 not at all. I just, I just now judge other people. What I've taken <laughs> from this show is I have the ability to tell other people what they're doing wrong. Yeah. No skill set at all to do any baking. Yes. Um, that's, that's the Dan tour. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, okay. um, so anyway, I don't want to be interrupted while I'm watching that. So, and then if the show's over, if I feel like looking at my emails before I go to bed to see what came through, so I know what I have to deal with the next morning, then cool, I'll do that. But it's my choice. Right. Um, so that goes, you know, that's something that you can kind of implement to, to help too. Um, not necessarily you personally, anybody listening. Yeah, I was going to say I'm on that. Show me how to do it. But yeah, I'll show you. It's easy. It's easy. Um, all right. So that kind of covers that. So any questions before we move on? Um, not really questions, but I, I, I know Honest. it helps me out. Um, on a, on a daily basis, I, I always have a ton of shit to do and I'm always in my own head and I'm, I'm obsessing about it. So I'll write it down. And one thing that really helps me is I listen to music. Do you listen to music while you, you work? I, I listen to music or I listen to podcasts. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I listen to music and it just makes things feel so much easier for me. I mean, I will have a light chair dance and a complicated balance sheet party in my you know office and I'm done with it in seconds. It's like you look up and it's four o'clock and you just accomplished something that was really, really hard while listening to your favorite music. So that's just a tip that I have. Most people that call me, they'll probably hear my music blasting before I mute it. Cause I always pick up my phone first. I gotta, I gotta switch that, but mm -hmm. yeah, music helps me out. It, it helps me out too. I know for some people, they probably wouldn't like it. Um, but for me, it, ha it helps me focus because um, not so much, well, I guess here too, even when I'm working um, at my home office, as opposed to being in the office around other people, if I have like my headphones in and I have my music playing, I'm not getting distracted by other conversations that are going around on around me. I'm not hearing little tidbits of this or that and interjecting myself into things that I don't need to be interjected into. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not totally like listening to the music. It kind of just becomes like this buffer that helps me, you know, focus in on what I'm actually doing. Me too. Um, and the same thing with podcasts. Like if I'm have to listen to a podcast, I know it's it's you know it's people talking, so it's not the same as just like music in the background. But generally for the most part, if I'm listening to a podcast, if it's something that I'm I really need to focus on for some reason, then I, I listen to that when I'm going for a walk or something like that. Mm -hmm. Working podcasts, I just have stuff on the background that's entertaining to hear, you know, hear a joke or whatever but it's nothing that's gonna take away my focus. It actually helps me really lock in on what I'm doing. Nice, nice. I've seen you um, I've seen you bust a move a few times in the office. Oh yeah, you got a shimmy, got a shimmy yeah. every once in a while. I wonder what Anthony and the, everybody else in the office on Thursdays uh, hears from my office upstairs because I, I, I knock the music pretty hard, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm all by myself upstairs with the, with the weird door that possibly clowns are behind and, 
I need that music. Have you been feeding them? No, no, I, I don't even make eye contact. Okay. Right, cool. <laughs> no. We'll send Carrie Ann upstairs to feed the clowns. Um, yes. I, I can tell you from when I'm there, I don't hear it. I, I don't hear your music. Okay. Upstairs. Okay, good. You're good. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's move on to the airing of grievances. We've moved on to that fun section of the podcast. And again, this idea is not to be angry or vengeful or anything. It's just an opportunity to kind of just get some stuff off our chest. Um, and when I share mine, Gina can maybe share something to let me know that I feel okay about it and I'll do the same for her. Um, and sometimes it's just good to just get it out. So Gina, I will let you go first because I'm a gentleman. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Um, so I, I touched upon this a little bit earlier um, about the health of your company. And when, you're, when your bookkeeper is calling you, it's because they need information. It's not because you guys are best friends and you guys are going to get a drink after work. So if they're calling you, get them the information they need because it is so frustrating to have a million questions for, for days at a time, not answered. And you know we're, we're doing an injustice to your books and your company by not getting us the information you need. We cannot care more than you. So that is my grievance, Dan. I feel like I care more than the business owner sometimes. And that, that can't be the case. No, it shouldn't. And I get, I get it. That's frustrating. I do get it. Um, you know, and to play devil's advocate, you know, these people are, own a business and they're busy. And just like we can't always stop everything at a drop of a dime to do what they need us to do. They can't necessarily stop everything at the drop of a dime to answer us too. But, you know, it shouldn't stretch, stretch on for like days or weeks at a time. And even if you just a message back saying, Hey, I'm busy. I'll get this to you Thursday goes a long way. Um, I always tell, I mean, you've heard me say it a million times, but communication is key. You know, the more communication that we have back and forth with our clients, like the better we're able to serve them and the better relationship we have and the more success we have. And in terms of being friendly and stuff with our clients, I think every one of our clients, um, especially you, not necessarily so much me, but our clients love you and they love talking to you and um, I think most of them would take you out and buy you a drink if they if they could um, <laughs> pre-COVID times. Yes. Um, so, um, but I get it. I get why you're frustrated. So that's good. Get it out. Shake it off. Ugh, it, it's 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 completely frustrating just because um, you you feel like their mom after a while. Mm. And and then you're like, well, what do I do with this? Do I stick it in a file and it never see the light of day again, or do I keep asking? without getting an answer. So I've created a few uh, tips and, and tricks to kind of put it places where it'll pop up again at like year end or they'll have to deal with it. But um, guys, give your bookkeepers the information to save their sanity, please. Yes, please keep Gina sane yes. for my sake. Nothing <laughs> else. All right, my grievance um, has to do with, I guess it's similar. We're both dealing with some other things today is um, people constantly asking me to send them information that I've already sent them over and over and over again. Uh. Um, it's just, one of my strong suits is I'm extremely organized. Um, 
it's like almost to a, a fault that I drive myself crazy, like OCD about it, but I'm extremely organized, especially when it comes to like my email and my Dropbox and stuff like that. So our clients know that if they ask me for something, I'm going to be able to get it for them. So it's for some people, it's become like routine to, instead of looking for it themselves, like going into the search bar of their Gmail box or whatever and searching for it or trying to find it, it's just easier for me to ask Dan for it. I know he sent it to me literally two days ago, but I can't find it like within three <laughs> seconds. So I'm going to just make Dan do it again. Um, and so that is frustrates the hell out of me. Mm. Um, but on the same token, like it's kind of my job, right? Like my whole thing is I get people the information that they need on the construction side. I don't build anything. I never swing a hammer. Um, I'm, I'm in the office controlling the schedule and the books and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not out there physically doing anything. My job is to control all of it, control all the information that comes in and out of the office, make sure everybody has what they need um, to be successful. Like that's like the main thing I think my job is to help put people in a position to be successful. Um, so that is kind of my job. It's just frustrating when I have to do it five times. Um, so that's it. That's my, that's my grievance for the day. Um, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line though? Is, is my question. Do you, do you just, do you just smile and, you know, continue to be like, okay, um, I'll just send it to you for a fourth time. Or do you say like, Hey, I sent it to you five times already. Do you, do you think maybe you could keep this file handy or how do you, how do you take care of it? Because, oof, because as, as stated in my previous email, you know, <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. you're just, they're just lucky they can't see our face because our face would, would say a lot more than what's coming out of our mouth. Right. Yeah. If looks could kill. Yeah. So, yep. all right. That's enough complaining. Now okay. it's time to put some goodness out into the world. Feels good. All right. Bearing of gratitudes. Now it's important to be thankful for the things that we have. Um, you know, be aware of them, appreciate them, um, and kind of get them out there. Um, again, I'm a gentleman as always. So Gina, you go first. Um, so airing of gratitude. I, I'd like to say in my last job, I, I felt, um, underappreciated and undervalued and, working with BCBO and all the amazing clients, I have a new sense of value and appreciation for my work life. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and that definitely gives me an extra pep in my step in my private life. Because, you know, if you're stressed throughout the day, it's, it's obviously going to carry into your, your nightlife. And I found that happening a lot with my old job. And I find now that I'm happy and and it just feels good considering that's all I want to do is and is laugh and see the positivities in the world. So I'm thankful for BCBO and, and every person that I get to work with on a daily basis because the conversation is great. I learn new things constantly. As you know, I always call you up like, hey, blah, 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 you know, new information. And it's just broadening my horizons and I, I feel good about it, which makes me feel good about myself. That's awesome. Very good. I'm glad. That's awesome, G. Um, and speaking of what you just brought up, I think that's um, a, a good segment we can pop into these podcasts every once in a while is like any any breaking news, like any oh. any stuff that comes out, like uh, new PPP guidelines or something like that. We can discuss it so that people at least know they're aware of it or where they can go find the information um, or that it's out there. 
again, we don't want this to be like a half hour of us just like reading legal documents. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I think it's good to get the information out there. So that's something we can keep in mind going forward. Right. Awesome. So my gratitude, I have kind of two things I want to talk about. One is kind of just in general. Um, it, you know, it's, it's very big and I guess, you know, not that earth shattering, but um, I just want to say, you know, especially right now with COVID and everything that's going on, I've been extremely grateful and thankful that nobody in my really close inner circle, my family, the people I really love and care about, <clears throat> thankfully, everybody's been very happy, um, very healthy, not always happy um, with everything going on, but healthy, no major scares um, or anything like that. Um, some people, you know, as the circle goes out a little bit, I, I do know some people that unfortunately were uh, impacted by this um, and lost some people that I know. Um, but my, my close inner circle, the people that I really love and care about, they've all been healthy. And I've been extremely grateful and thankful for that. It's been really, really hard for a lot of people for the past year. Um, and at times it's really sucked for me too. But I know in the grand scheme of things, I've had it pretty good. You gave me the goosies, Dan. Oh, really? It's it's something to honestly just be really grateful for. It, it definitely put a new perspective on life and the people that you argue with all the time, moms, brothers, sisters, and you want to wring their necks. You just love them a little bit extra nowadays. And it's really nice. Yeah. I mean, I found that I think about, you know, there's some people I communicate with better now and, and have a better relationship with now than I did before it started because you kind of just took it for granted before. Mm -hmm. um, and I know I'm not alone in that. I know a lot of people have said that, um, but it, it does help you kind of keep in perspective what's really important and who is important and who you want to make sure you have communication with in your life. Um, so that's that for that. And then kind of a little bit more specific to today um, is that it was kind of, there was rain and crap in the forecast for this morning, but it held off long enough for me and my pup Tucker to take our walk this morning. Um, for anybody that knows me, um, my sweet, sweet angel, Casey, um, she died a little over a year ago, which I couldn't believe it's been over a year. Um, and I miss her tremendously. Uh, tremendously. Um, and it took me a long time to be ready to get another dog, but a little over a month ago, right before Christmas, I adopted a wonderful 10-year-old Boston Terrier. His name is Tucker. He's awesome. Um, he's 10 years old, but he still has a ton of energy. He loves going on walks, um, and then he loves sleeping on the couch. Um, so um, it's been a good experience so far. I've had him for about five weeks, I think it is. Um, so far, so good. And this morning, we were able to get out and get our walk in um, <clears throat> and before the rain started, and I'm extremely grateful for that. I, I can't believe it's been a year, Dan. She was, I know. She was really cute. Time flies, I, I'm telling you, but I'm I'm really glad you, uh, I, I want to say, I don't know if it's your comfort zone, but you got out of your comfort zo zone and, and adopted a new pup because I, I feel like you are a, a dog person. Yeah, well, for me, like first, <clears throat> you know, when she when she died, it was like a huge shock to my, my comfort zone and yeah. uh, my routine and everything else like that. Um, and then as the months went on, that became my new routine. Um, and it was scary to, to change that again. Um, but I feel, I feel good about it. So, you know, um, and part of my routine is I like to get not only for him to get out and get a walk in the morning, but for myself too, like, I don't want to be trapped inside all day. So I try to break up 
I try to break up my work day with a walk before I start work in the morning, you know, walk or a run. And then the same thing at the end of the day. It's the kind of like I'm coming or going to work. I just, instead of getting in my car and driving, I get out and just walk around, try to see some ducks. Um, <laughs> as people listen to this podcast, you're going to hear ducks referenced an, an insane amount of times for no reason. I just happen to like them. Um, so that's something that I try to do. Do we have like a group chat that um, we could share with our viewers of the pictures of the ducks that you send us? Um, Where can we put that for everybody to see? Because we know. get duck pictures, guys, lots of them. So I guess, you know, for bigger podcasts that I listen to, um, they get like, um, like subreddits, they call them, like the kids these days, like when hmm. they're hip and cool, they go on this place called Reddit. I know what it is, but I don't really know much about it. So as our fan base grows into the tens and hundreds of thousands of people um i'm sure one of them will be inspired to create a subreddit and then that's where i'll share all my duck pictures okay Fair okay enough. cool i i have to say it's more than just duck pictures it's absolutely beautiful sunsets or sunrises or ponds very very creative yes yeah. i'm very i'm very grateful for the community i live in i lived for anybody curious i'm 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 a new jersey resident born and bred i love jersey i am at this time living down in north carolina just outside the city of wilmington it's near the coast um i love it down here um i happen to be in a nice you know community that just is very well maintained in terms of its landscaping and stuff like that so there's water and trees and nice walkways and stuff i'm very lucky in that way and it's not Thanks. snowing I was just, dang it, you, you took it right out of my mouth. I was going to say, and you know what? There's not yeah. snow, which There's is no happening snow. right now. Yeah, it's not <laughs> snowing here. Um, so I'll take that. All right, cool. Anything else we got today? Um, no, I think we I think we touched on everything. Awesome. No. Awesome. Yeah, I think so too. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, again, we're not going to be putting these out every day. Um, you know, probably be once a week, maybe twice a week. We'll see what kind of inspires us. We're going to change and be flexible as we go along um, and uh, try different formats, try different things and just kind of see what, what people like. So uh, follow us on Facebook, leave a comment, leave a review uh, right now. I think as I post this, it's going to be up on Anchor and Spotify and one other service. Um, it's in the process. It'll be up on Apple Podcasts at some point. So eventually it's going to be wherever, wherever you guys get your podcasts. Like us, subscribe, leave us any comments that you want, suggestions. And again, feel free to email us with any questions or topics and, uh, and we'll go from there. Oh, any name suggestions? Oh too? yeah, name suggestions yeah. too. Yeah, Gina doesn't like the name I came up with. So boring. Um, so if you guys have any name suggestions, we'll uh, we'll go from there. I see how you went right over that. I'm just kidding. I, I like it kind no, of. No, I, I I'm open to suggestions. I, we just needed something. I needed to post it. So <laughs> our name is Blue Collar. So Blue Collar Podcast. I'm, sometimes I'm just a simple man, Gina. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Simple is great sometimes. Yes. Right. Well, this was awesome, and um, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>